0: What's up, everybody? How, what did you think of that? Ah, oh, it's great.
1: I you love, love it. it. The fashion show there. I want that article. That's
0: cool. Yeah, and I saw my grandfather in there too. I, I didn't realize that picture was in there. My grandma, and my grandpa, when I graduated from the police academy. Oh wow! Yeah, it just uh, touched me. What's up, cool. everybody? Welcome to another episode of uh, Police Off the Cuff After Hours. Obviously, I'm your host. Uh, it's me, Mark the Mayo. And I'm here with a frequent guest, um, one of uh, one of my favorite people on the whole planet, uh, former NYPD police officer. Now he's an attorney at large Joe Murray. What's up? How are you? Hey, brother,
1: thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure being on with you and looking forward to a great show.
0: Yeah, me too, man. how you been?
1: Good, good busy. a lot of stuff going on. you know the world is is uh, a dangerous place as of recently. you know there's a lot of crime, a lot of shootings. Guns are in the news, especially today. There's there's lots to talk about.
0: It's a great time to be a criminal defense attorney, huh? It sure is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!
1: Uh, if I if I could only
0: go back to school right now, at least real problem. quick, it's just yeah. oh my god, it help you out. Like,
1: we look like heroes because none of these prosecutors want to prosecute. I can't believe I'm getting the plea offers that I'm getting on very serious, violent felony offenses. And I'm just shaking my head. I'm like, you know, you're trying to bargain with them. And I'm like, you know, uh, you sure you want to offer me that? (laughs) It's great. Yeah,
0: it's um, I I can't imagine the things that you are you're seeing right now and hearing, especially since you have experience as an attorney, like you said, with the police and uh, stuff that would never fly. They just, You know, I have a theory. Um, If you just bear with me for a second, okay? because um, they don't want to put the people in jail. Um, and obviously the excuse for that is the, the bail, that some people can't make bail, even if it's very, very little, and I, I'm a believer of that as well. I, I, um, I had a kid who sat in Rikers for a year over a, a, a robbery, a Chinese robbery, um, just because we couldn't find his, uh, his, co- his his co-defendant, which happened to be like almost his stepfather. Anyway, um, and the, the bail was 500 bucks, by the way that that i think we had to straighten out but it's uh it tilted the way way the wrong way and then i started thinking to myself you know what we're not even taking care of like there was a guy um a couple weeks ago we did a story on he was arrested 49 times in 2021 for shoplifting and he finally went in now and when they interviewed him in jail he said that he was so happy to be finally incarcerated because he felt like he was going to die in the streets um You know, a lot of times when these guys are hooked on drugs, this guy was hooked on heroin and meth. Um, They need a break. So, you know, how do they get their drugs? They steal. But every once in a while, they like to get locked up. They like to go to jail. So to come full circle, um, I just have a feeling like maybe they just want these people to kill themselves. You know what I'm saying? Between the people dying on drugs and the people that are going to get killed by the cops or killed in the streets anyway. um, You know, this is supposed to be the party that, is uh looking out for you but i don't know if how, how much could they be looking out for you if, if if you're not giving these people um any place to go rest their head in between you know yeah. binges you That's know they funny. come out after two or three months man it's like a new person we always joke around about it but they're cocky i know you,
1: you barely recognize them they're they're, they're all buffed out they're looking good shape you know especially during the 80s with the crack like when they went in they were emaciated and they come out looking all healthy and stuff
0: you could tell yeah, I'm good, good. I, I just have a feeling like that that maybe that's a story yeah maybe that's a story maybe they want these people to just die in the streets and we don't have to keep paying for them anymore it doesn't seem like a democratic uh philosophy though it seems like something that the Republicans would have cock- cocked up uh years ago
1: yeah i don't in. I don't think that's their policy I mean they they're just adamant about their philosophy mm-hmm. that people don't belong in cages. Decarceration. Oh, we want to do away with and close jails and prisons. That's the left, the mantra of the mm-hmm. left.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, the other thing is there is no such thing as a criminal. These are victims.
0: <laughs> <kill>. Give them <laughs> hot
1: cocoa and tell them stories. Uh-huh. They don't want to punish people. They just want to, you know, treat people. And there is some truth to it. There are people that need help. These drug addicted people, I think they need help. But these diversionary courts, I think they're failing. They could be doing such a better job. You know who really succeeds in these diversion courts? Drug dealers. They claim they have a problem. They don't. Uh-huh. The real yeah. addicts go through the program and fail and get incarcerated. But the drug dealers are smart and they say, I have a problem. That's why I'm selling. And they sail through the program with flying colors and they're out selling again. Wow. But the, the real addicts fail the program because of the way it, it's set up for failure and they don't complete it. And we're not treating the right people. There's such dysfunction in this system that, that needs to be worked on. By people with knowledge, not someone like Melinda Katz, who I ran against and lost. It's embarrassing that I lost against
0: her. Yeah, she let's was talk about that. Yeah, she, was in, she was in the news this week. You know what? We'll talk about it. But before we do that, let's just say uh, that'll be our top story today right off the bat. Let's just say hello to the people that have joined us already in the chat. Hi, uh, I don't know if you can see the comments there, but um, you you're like welcome that? to join me. Yeah. Trish Norman, she says, good evening. Hopefully, we can discuss the... Yeah, we're going to talk about that—the decision that dropped today with the New York City gun laws, and how they're un- unconstitutional. We're going to—that's the second story we're going to talk about. Uh, Ruth Ann Griffin, she says, "Hi, Mark. Hi, Joe. London girl. Hi, Mark. Hi, Joe. Pauline Buckles, cool intro. Hi, Mark. Hi, Joe. Uh, Little Mermaid, Louisa. Hello, guys. Kathy Bates. Hi, Kathy Bates. Bill Murray's in the house. So is Peter Pranzo." another of my favorite people on the planet yeah lieutenant pranzo always a pleasure and and rachella hi rachella um lorna mckenzie angela is here tonight Angela's here yeah she's here she's here in the chat and she's also there with you (laughs) griffin who else did we forget anybody
1: maui swift maui swift always good to see swift
0: yeah uh paul mcnaught uh i th- already say i think there's a good argument for less incarceration of non-violent offenders but left letting violent recidivists lose for virtue is insanity um i i don't have to ask joe i think we both agree on that yeah yeah mickey mantles here wow hi hey, mickey man <laughs> from the grave a uh, spirit of 1776 stand up for your country i agree yes we all agree. Anybody else that I'm missing? I think I got everybody. Maui Swift, we mentioned her. The all line. right, so let's let's the go line. to this uh, the first story that you shared with me. You wanted to talk about Queens DA Katz. Like you said, he ran against her. Uh, against her dodges questions as GOP calls for probe into misuse of NYPD detail. Sounds to me like uh, when they say detail for uh, the civilians out there that is probably um, what they're trying to say is that she's using her security detail to run personal errands for her, which yeah. is a no, no. It's one of the first things they tell you. These are, this is your personal security. You're not supposed to go pick up your dry cleaning, but right. it's, it's kind of hard. Not to.
1: That's what they do. I mean, there is, there's a class of politicians that think that public service means the public serves us. I mean, they're just so arrogant when she was borough president, she had a security detail. For what? You weren't putting people in jail. You were no threat to anyone. Why did you need a security detail? You know, it just it just shocks me how how brazen they are. And in this case, there were so many people that came forward. She thinks she's so much more well liked. A lot of people don't like her and were re- readily coming up with information to, to share with the, the post reporters. There were several reporters that worked on this, and they were they were just coming out to uh, to give them everything they could. Uh, it was shocking. They were talking about. What did you how say to, you said
0: there was several reporters?
1: There were several reporters working on this because they had so many sources coming oh, okay. in uh, with information. You know, she thinks she's so well loved, but uh, so many people are are really unhappy with what she's doing. Think about it. She gets paid almost a quarter of a million dollars to be the district attorney, the chief law enforcement officer of the borough of Queens, a borough of over two million people. Now, when we're having this rise and spike in violent crime, She's barely working, like a part-time job. She gets to the, she drops off her kids, and she gets to work about ten, and then she leaves, and she's home by about one or two. A part-time job? I mean, what really? This is what we hired. Mm -hmm. We hired her to do this, and then the abuses of the the uh, security detail that are running errands for her, picking up her kids, going back and forth to school. You know, there was a in the story reported they had bicycles and TVs. They were loading all kinds of stuff, moving her mm-hmm. from her home. Like it just outrages me that this is what remember. I mean, you guys had me on my first podcast. I was talking about this, that I wanted to hire what I was calling the untouchable squad. These were going to be hard charging detectives, you know, trusted detectives who, who, who are uncorruptible. I don't care if it's Republican or Democrat. I was going after everyone for this type of abuses. Corruption as well. But this is this is stealing from the people, in my mind.
0: No, I agree with you 100%. And I, I can't help thinking to myself, you know, as well as I do, as being on the job, uh, when whenever I hear a story like that, because I, I have a feeling like it, they all do it it's a kind of like a hard thing not to do you know what i'm saying it's like you're dropping me off early and it'd be like hey if you guys want you can stick around and like you need anything uh well i got some dry cleaning over here if you if you're not you know go eat whatever do what you got to do i'm going to be home if you want to bring back the dry cleaning you know so it starts off like that you know and then before you know it you know these guys are like your your nannies and you <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. i can't help thinking though um, if they were treated really well, like, for example, if it was, um, you know, something for you, something for me, one of those things where you where you take care of each other. And I have a feeling like when the gripe comes in and like, oh, what are we doing, bro? We're over here busting our ass. And this is, you know, I can't, whatever it is, this, the, the thing is, I have, a, that's where, where, where the problem is. That's just, I, I always think that angle, like she wasn't taking care of these people. She was probably treating them like shit. And, and that's how this comes
1: out. Giving her up. You
0: know? Yeah. Because yeah. they know they're not supposed to be doing that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, on the job, how many times have you heard
1: about somebody getting arrested or at least charges and specs for stealing time? Oh, I yeah. I mean, you know, we're accountable for our time and what we do mm-hmm. on the job. Mm-hmm. Not if you're the top law enforcement officer. And there was a comment in there. It was just so shocking. There was a comment in there. It was Gail Brewer, who's the chair of the oversight committee. You know, the people who are supposed to be checking in on her and all other elected officials. Well, I'm too busy. We have much more important things to worry about than uh, what, what's happening there. You know, like, move along. Nothing to see here. It's,
0: it's a subtle girl. thing. Like, let's say you're going to one of these functions. And then every time you have a function, you have a table for your security where that's where they're going to eat. And you make sure you would never have a problem instead of leaving them waiting out in the car or go do whatever you want. I got a table for you over whatever those guys want. You make sure they get it. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. And that's how you would never have a problem. Always look at, they're looking out for you. Mm -hmm. Look out for them. Well,
1: the big thing that I was upset with is she actually had her security detail doing the move from one house Mm -hmm. to the other. Yeah, it, but uh, Blasio the Blasio did it just do. the daily stuff. Okay, like you said, some people will will you know cut corners and okay, mm-hmm. let's do this. They were moving her instead of hiring a moving company, they were moving her stuff, loading and unloading the the uh, the blaze the truck. Blasio to the Blasio did
0: it too. The Blasio moved yeah. his kids out of college um, it's, it's using um, using the detail. That was a fact. I uh, don't, don't care. care. Yeah, they don't yeah. care. They just don't care. don't care. And then she dodged the questions on it. That's why it's in the paper. She won't even answer questions about it. That's right. She unless you're gonna, unless question. you're gonna bring me up in court. Don't bring it up. But that was the worst thing
1: in the world for her to do when confronted by a reporter. You are a public official. Mm-hmm. You can't run away. No, I'm not answering questions. I mean, <laughs> what? It's the yeah. people asking you. We are the people. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just shocking. But it's, it's the whole a, it's big a, thing is that move, you know, that back and forth carrying all her stuff in and out, that that's just such an abuse. And think about it, if you're on that detail, do you really want to be moving her up and down, you know, stuff in, in the house? No, that's not what you're there for.
0: So, unless somebody's you know, shame to, on her. Unless somebody said to you, hey, you want to come in on Saturday and help, help move uh, a couple of DA's things on overtime? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but again, on all
1: the time—that's the people paying for that. I know, I know no. what you're saying,
0: but then what? I'm, my point is this: she's treating people like shit, and that's why they come forward. That's right. You know what I'm they saying? Have, if they have you just no didn't problem. treat people like shit, this kind of stuff goes on everywhere, all over the country, yes. every single day. You don't hear stories about it. We well, don't. You know, the-
1: I, I got to tell you, I know a lot of cops abuse their parking permits and stuff. Uh-huh. But I—I I, I was the one like. I don't do that. I, I'm just afraid of the appearance of it and the arrogance of it, and just other people. I was always fearful, like somebody else is going to go look at my permit, write it down, and take pictures. And and it it is an arrogance when you park on, on the sidewalk or you block. You know, oh, yeah. I see it, I see it all the time, and I I don't know. I just think we we we're our own worst enemy with yeah with stuff like so, that. You know, we
0: used to say that we're our own worst enemy. Yeah. Um, like when it came to the parking permit, um, like I never really, I never parked at a hydrant, I never parked in a bus stop. I never, um, you know, if if it, if I did put the plaque in the in the window, it was always like, God forbid, I, my meter runs out because they still put money yeah, in the meter, too. Yeah. I wasn't right, looking right. to avoid the meter, God forbid, it runs out for five minutes. Yep, you know what I'm saying? I, I can get back in time, maybe it'll cut me, but um, I never, t- I, I'm not like that anyway, I don't like to steal, it's not my. I do a lot of bad things. Don't get me wrong. I'm no angel. But stealing is like, I can't afford one more sin. <laughs> you got to pick your sins, man. Girl, well, you know, government,
1: it's so many people mistrust government. They don't like government as it is. And and, and when government does this, flaunting it in our faces, like I said, it's, it, their philosophy is of public services, the public serves us. And, and the arrogance of that—it just, you know, in our faces when we're hit with all this inflation and gas prices, and here she goes with her taxpayer, fu- taxpayer-funded, uh, detailed uh, chauffeuring her around and her kids doing all their errands and moving her from one house to another. I mean, I, I, it's the epitome of arrogance. I, I just—yeah, because
0: also too, you don't want to lose your detail. You know, if you want a detail, yeah. you're like, I'm not doing this. Yeah, guess the thing. And the next thing well, that's you know, one you, of the remedies you're going that's, back to you're going back to command. That's one of the remedies for the DA to lose
1: her detail. Of course, they'll never do it in this city. You know, a democratic, uh, uh, district attorney in this city will never come under any scrutiny. If I won that election, you better believe they would be following me everywhere I went, mm-hmm. you know, in, uh, Me and Daniel Pantaleo driving that car, you know, for me.
0: Thank you so much for the uh, 1999 Super Chat, John Donahue. If that was a private company, be fired on the spot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, the the, the rules are there. You know which rules you're breaking because as soon as you get – there's a history of it. I mean, for crying out loud, we just – de Blasio was the mayor here. And he was in the paper all the time for doing stuff like that. And then he had the other detail. Uh, so he was involved in so many things that it never came to fruition. I have a one of my best friends when I was on the job, Mike Amiri committed suicide because he happened to be the freaking uh, the CEO of Highway 3 during the time when they were doing that in- investigation into bringing those jewelers, those acidic jewelers back and forth. And he had just yeah. gotten to the unit. Yeah. He didn't know, you know, you get a book. Who who gets the free rides? Oh, it's already in the book. All right, I guess they're good. You know what I'm saying? So, yep. uh, Anyway, uh, this is an interesting one. You know what? Maybe we want to go to the second one first. Oh, let's talk about this one. Supreme Court strikes down New York's proper cause requirement for concealed carry. This is huge, huge stuff, I guess, right, Joe? Yeah, very big, very big. I have so many clients
1: that come to me with pistol license issues, either they lost their license or they're mm-hmm. trying to get a license. Uh, so, so this is something that I'm glad to see. Uh, I know a lot of people are upset by this. All of our public officials are running around like the Henny Penny, the sky is falling now that the Supreme Court has done this. But what this has done is it allowed law abiding citizens to now carry firearms because every criminal in the city has a gun. So mm-hmm. why can't we have a gun? You know, mm-hmm. you're not protecting us. You're not arresting or prosecuting these people. I mean, look what they're doing to the police department. A diaphragm law was, was struck down, then reaffirmed, uh, to, to upheld. So that diaphragm law is still there. That's got to have a chilling effect on the officers removal of qualified immunity. You know, the, just the anti-police, uh, rhetoric that's going on there. so, Police are not there, and, and their force figures, you know, look at the attrition rate right now at the NYPD. It's horrible.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: they, they can't recruit enough people to, to replace the ones that are leaving. So we have that to deal with, and now you have these no prosecuting district attorneys who are just churning them out with bail reform, putting them right back out on the street. So really there is no self-defense. Uh, there is no defense that we need more self-defense. So it couldn't have come at a better time. I know a lot of people who are, are affected by this that applied for permits, law-abiding citizens that were denied because of the high criteria that the New York law required, that specific interest need that you had to have and had to satis- satisfy. It was very difficult to do. So they struck oh, that
0: yeah. down. It, in so it's it's called the uh, proper cause requirement. Now, yeah. New York has it. Uh, New York State has the proper cause re- requirement, which basically means uh, not only do you have to pass um, all the background requirements—never been arrested, never been arrested, obviously for a felony—you um, flying colors. you you're you're a, you're a good citizen in standing, you know. Um, but then they have to with the proper. So now I have to come up with an excuse for why I need it. Like I carry a large sum of of money, um, yeah. and uh, or receipts at the end of the night when I close up my business. Uh, well, threats kind of sort of, to
1: your life or something, th- you know, it's got to yeah, be. Do, it's a very some, high burden.
0: You do some type of business where you're you're uh, you're at risk from um, from criminals or whatever. So um, if you didn't meet that criteria, which now you're you're going into a very sketchy area because just owning a restaurant and closing it at night didn't qualify you. You had to like, oh no, I owe five restaurants. I'm collecting from five different. Maybe it's not five. Maybe it's ten. Yeah, you understand. So yeah, the the line nice. just kept going more. And the only people that seem to uh, be able to carry a gun without with no problem is the criminals here in New York City. That's right. You know, nobody's stopping them anymore without stop questioning. For, I mean, now we got the. Um, with the, the the new street crime back out there, and they're put, they're doing a phenomenal job taking guns off the street. But um, as far and this funny thing is because uh, even Andrew Giuliani just said it. It's it's starting to resurface, and the, this this uh, lady in Brooklyn, an African American lady, after a shooting over there, says she's you know right on camera, right in the middle of a, like a street interview. We got to bring back stop Question, and frisk. This African American lady saying this, so yeah. it's it's bubbling into the surface again. You know sure. these things go in waves. They, they caught a really short wave because everything that they wanted to do, these leftists is is horrible. and they and it got horrible really, really quick. They're not going to have a uh, they're not going have a chance to implement their their stuff because it was a stupid idea to begin with. Yeah. And you just got a chance to see, you know, it was during the pandemic. Um, maybe that had something to do with it after the George Floyd riots. but this leftist thing came at the wrong time, man. Yeah. It, it just it blew up in their face. They don't even have more. It's it's not even like really like a three year run. Maybe two years, and these people are getting bounced out like crazy. We just had three females um, get elected to public office in Texas. Um, uh, Leah Thomas, yeah. that other woke thing that they keep sho- shoving down our throat with the the males swimming in the females thing not that i'm against it i thought you know to me it makes it a little bit it's crazy watching it but (laughs) let's see how bad this freaking dude's gonna kick those girls asses (laughs) you know Uh, i mean that that could be a sport in itself but back to the serious stuff um so now in new york what they're saying is you can't have that criteria anymore which basically knocks it down to the next level which is if you're a citizen in good standing um, you should be rec- you should be allowed to to get a permit to carry a concealed weapon. There's no well, more. Yeah, that's,
1: that's exactly it. I mean, it, it, I'm just l- reading off the decision. I didn't go through the whole thing. I was so excited that to hear it today. But the petitioners, Brandon Koch and Robert Nash, they are adult, law-abiding New York residents who both applied for an unrestricted license to carry a handgun in public based on their generalized interest in self defense that's the different standard that we're talking about the other standard was the proper cause requirement like you mm. had to have this heightened need for a gun what was your proper cause court struck that down that's no longer you know constitutional so mm. and they upheld this generalized interest in self defense and back in 2010, they decided the Heller case that paved the way for this Heller McDonald. It was it was you know inevitable. We just needed a carry case to come up, and uh, I, I'm so glad they upheld it. But a lot of people are angry at this. They think it's going to cause more violence, and uh, it's going to cause more gun crimes. There is some truth to that, I gotta say, because you know, Mark. I mean, just from Police officers, we're not talking about, you know, just the regular civilians, trained police officers. How many times have you heard somebody went to the beach and buried their gun and then lost it? (laughs) You go to a bar, you leave it in the car, somebody breaks into the car. You know, like these things are going to happen with more frequency. Mm -hmm. But to be honest with you, there's no shortage of illegal guns out there anyway. So I don't think we're hurting the public by now arming law-abiding citizens who, if I'm in the subway and I see somebody attacking someone violently, trying to hurt someone, pulls out a firearm, only the bad guys had guns. You know, as a police officer, I kind of liked that we were the only ones that had firearms except the bad guys because you knew who the bad guys were and you you could treat Mm -hmm. them accordingly. But... You know, this is going to change the whole, you know, uh, dynamic of, of New York City, uh, because now, having had the strictest gun laws, now the Supreme Court has ruled this is a fundamental constitutional right, and it you cannot infringe upon it between the Second and Fourteenth Amendment, which is great. I have to say, for the sake of the Constitution. Too many of the left, they decide issues, their outcome determinative, what would be the best result? That's how they look at a constitutional case. Mm -hmm. They don't look at how you get to the result, and it has to be consistent with predictability, and that's the whole purpose of our our Constitution. It's interpreted, and then the, the case that interprets that provision of the Constitution Is now precedent and it stays along and you follow precedent. So you can't just outcome determinative say, well, in this case, we would rather uphold New York's law. So we're going to, you know, ignore the constitution. No, you can't do that. And the same thing goes with Roe v. Wade. I know so many people are, are just losing it because the court is now postured to overturn Roe v. Wade. But again, it was unconstitutional for them to do it in the first place. They created this phantom right to abortion. And when I say right to abortion, I mean fundamental constitutional right. It's not mentioned in the constitution, nor implied in the constitution. It's not in our history as Americans from from the colonies. You can go back to uh, England there was never a fundamental right to an abortion. It was something the court took it upon itself to invent these unelected lawyers decided to legislate and create this. So what this court is doing, if you read their decision, they're not really opining on on abortion. They're just saying it was wrong for the court to uphold that decision and we are now sending it back to the states. That's the uniqueness of our government. It's a dual sovereignty, state uh, government and federal government. And it, you know, the beauty of it is that the states can create their own laws. New York is, is hell-bent on being an abortion right up until the baby's coming out of the womb. So that New York has that right to do that. Uh, another state may say no, we don't believe in that, and we're not going to allow that. So, but that's the beauty of the country that it was always thought to be like fifty laboratories where there are experiments going on, and what you know what to do. And we look at each other and say, hey, what are they doing over there? Let's see what they're doing, and maybe incorporate it here. So, but that but that's really what the Constitution was meant to do, you know. So I, you're going to see a lot more of this. This is only. Yeah, this isn't
0: this is an interesting time right now because what oh, happens yeah. is when the Supreme Court got the majority uh, under Trump, they started pushing all these cases that they wanted to go before the Supreme Court. But they have obviously a backlog. It takes them, you know, I don't know how many months they have to to scrutinize a particular case before they actually. But this at this moment right now, there's a bunch of cases that they've already come up with conclusions on that they're going to start letting out. And these are cases that came from back then, you know what I'm saying? And since they have the majority, they're going to do it their own way. And that's why a lot of people, uh, Democrats were nervous about the Roe versus Wade as soon as they got the majority. But like you said, it's, it's the federal government is going to take a step back. And now it's going to be up to the States, which is what's beautiful about this country is that the federal government cannot impose just like during COVID, and uh every state was on its own to come up with its own thing and that's why everybody wanted to move to florida and still does you know um so that's the beauty of this country that every state has their own thing now the only thing is if you're in a state where there's no place to get an abortion and you're gonna have to go out of state and if you go out of state you're gonna have to be able to afford to get there so that's that's the big problem there it's like you know women who um are in a let's say they live in a red state now you want to get an abortion and i don't have the funds for the abortion or i don't have the funds to get there you know so um as far as roe versus Wade go to me i know they have to to look at the case like that but the the, see the problem is to say the way it was was fine except for the fact they kept pushing the line um you know now we're talking about how far can we go with uh an abortion like and yeah. the lady was on TV I saw her say up until the day she's gonna give birth you know and that's, for me it's yeah I I understand I, I I do believe though for me it's a woman's right to choose let them you know figure it out they should be the only ones voting on this after as far as I'm concerned and let them let them the, the women figure it out so um if it was up to me I would as long as they live in the house you could kill them it's fine your kids. <laughs> Incredible. You know, if they're still home, <laughs> you As want to kill them. kill their them, their man.
1: Roof, you have the right.
0: <laughs> and if they're still on the roof at 30 years old, you're probably doing the rest of the country a favor.
1: You know, I used to say that to my son. You know, just jokingly. But happy I Father's relithing. Day, by the way. Oh, thank you, thank you. I, I used to say, uh, I used to say to him. I brought you into this world. Uh-huh. I can take you out uh-huh. and make another one that looks just like you.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, that's but yeah, crazy. that's
1: the left. They want to be able to, uh, you know, execute abortions uh, up to the age of four, I believe. You know, they want that right. To... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, that, I, you're I, absolutely right, Mark. Look at it, look at the death penalty. Look at the death penalty. They tried. This court tried to abolish the death penalty under the Eighth Amendment jurisprudence, which is the evolving standards of decency that mark the progress of a civilized society. So the court, these unelected lawyers said, we are much more evolved now. We don't we don't think it's we think it's brutal to kill people as corporal to uh, capital punishment. So they struck it down. But they really struck it down because the death penalty back in the 70s was very arbitrary and random. There was no guiding principles that, that, that the juries had to find. It was just so arbitrarily imposed. So when they came down with that decision, immediately, I think there were 26 states that reenacted laws, for a death penalty that comported with their decision they had the mitigating factors the aggravating factors they bifurcated it there's the guilt phase of a trial then there's the penalty phase so they made it more uh, permissible for the court you know when they looked at it and said okay this is not just random this is a uh, orderly process that you're doing it and it's more fair so they allowed it but it's not it's up to the individual state it's up to the people of their individual state to determine how they want to live and that's what our framers wanted they wanted only the federal government would be able to use these enumerated powers in article 1 section 8 they're enumerated in there this is all you're allowed to do the rest goes back to the states and the people. That's actually the Tenth Amendment. That's exactly what it says. Anything that's not enumerated to the federal government in the Constitution belongs to the people and the states. So that's the beauty of what they're doing. This court is, is a majority, they call it original intent interpretation. They don't look at it as the modern day language and what it means today. They look at what was the intent of the framers at that time. And we have you know, the right
0: to change it. You know what's so funny? You're talking about all this stuff, the Constitution. Some guy today came up with, uh, I don't want to say the wrong person, but he wants to st- strike down the Constitution. Strike it down. Yeah, that's what he said. We have to get rid of the Constitution. Oh, See you that? know, I, I think it was Keith Oberman. Keith Oberman, you know, he used to be wow. like a sports guy, and then he, got, he, he lost his freaking mind. Yeah, As Santa Elise Holt Johnson. Hello, Joe Murray. Hello, hello. Oh, Sounds I'm sorry. Like f- I have my thing blocked. I was reading that case. A boxing but- MMA 365. She, he says, hello, Sana. So people know Sana. Everybody knows Sana. But a 6-3 to three decision,
1: you know, is pretty interesting. It uh, looks like, yeah, 6-3. Which one and are we talking about now? Th- this is the gun case. It was Ooh. a six to three decision. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, so, you know, when they when you just go by the law, that's a lot what a lot of people don't realize. Yeah. You're looking at the law of the land. I understand you feel a certain way in your heart, but we wish the, there's a structure to our government here and it doesn't it does. It can't afford any like just bouncing out of in and out of laws just to, to justify something that's it's going on temporarily right now. What you have to do is you have to take what's going on right now and follow the Constitution. That's why it was laid out for us, so we don't sway, no. so we don't get carried away. Because then half the country is not going to, you know, not going to be happy just because you're happy. Look, this is another thing that's interesting that just came out. Chicago police unveil new foot pursuit policy. Chases will no longer be acceptable just because someone runs. Now, that's, what does uh, that mean? Okay, folks, for our civilian audience, uh, foot pursuit, obviously you you get stopped by the police or you're involved in some type of police uh, incident, and then all of a sudden you decide to take off. If you live in Chicago, just because you take off doesn't mean the cops have a right to run after you. What you have to do is um, there's a balancing test involved now. Instead, officers will now have to conduct a balancing test, and there will also be uh, now be... Uh, accountability and data okay so as we read further the new policy requires enhanced supervision so before you can that means that before you can actually chase some after somebody on foot by the way on foot which is a a natural reaction for a police officer you're taking away a natural reaction you have to call for a supervisor ask him if you can chase this person officer must file a report if they start a chase (laughs) foot chase review And foot chases will be reviewed. Officers must weigh the seriousness of the offense. So obviously you can't chase anybody anymore for a car stop. Guy gets out. He runs away from the car. It's a stolen car. You're just going to sit with the car. That's it.
1: That's a little confusing. uh, I got to look into that.
0: Well, there's more to it. There's more. There's one more thing. Just look. Officers may not start a chase if they are hurt. They are unaware of their current location. They are unable to communicate, and/or they've lost their gun or radio. Yeah. Which, if you lost your gun or radio, or you don't really know where you are, you shouldn't um, be chasing anyone. You should figure. You're gonna, but natural reflexes. You're gonna figure out where you are. Where Where am I? How do you You know. Yeah. Yeah. But um, that's in Chicago. Just when you think Chicago couldn't make it easier enough to kill somebody. I mean this mayor lifefoot man she's <laughs> you know it's not a devil in disguise because she looks like some type of gargoyle you know it's actually yeah. you're looking at the, the 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 devil that's the way it would look <laughs> you know what I'm saying oh it's not a devil in disguise the devil <laughs> no the disguise, devil the, the devil doesn't wear prada in this situation no you're looking at the devil oh my god <laughs>
1: It's true, right? But you know, it, 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 I'm a little confused with it. Maybe you can help me out with that, Mark. I was thinking right away because of car chases. You're not allowed to do car chases. This why? is a foot chase. Yeah, so I'm thinking along the car chases. Wow, they're banning c- foot chases now. You know, and I'm uh-huh. wondering why. If you're doing because a- that's
0: where people get shot.
1: Flight is evidence of guilt when you're fleeing from. But they're crime saying it's a not
0: crime scene. if you look at that article what they're if you're saying is
1: from a crime scene but they're just saying a lot of people
0: don't flee take because- it off
1: running is not evidence of a crime that's what they're saying you cannot use that you, you maybe remember judge duckman judge duckman in manhattan there was a famous case that involved i think it was the two three or maybe the three oh uh, same thing. Guy took off running anti-crime, chased him, grabbed him, found all kinds of drugs and stuff, and Duckman suppressed it and said, running from the police is not evidence of criminal activity. It's not a terry stop, you know, like you saw a, a bulge, you saw a transaction, a hand-to-hand, something that has to be more than just fleeing from the police. We've been dealing with that for a long time, since the 80s. So that that is a legal issue, but it comes down to you know the totality of the circumstances what are you observing what happened mm. did you see evidence of a crime uh outside of the flight cuz flight alone is not enough that will be suppressed flight alone so that's why i was curious what 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 the criteria was but now this whole thing with the radio and location and losing your gun i mean I, that that has that, that's what's confusing me because that has no legal analysis there's no legal reason not
0: it's in yeah. There's so many interesting things to this. So one of them is uh, in, okay. Officer must file a report if they start a chase. When do you file the report? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna chase after. Stop! I'm gonna file a report right now. Chase is over. Um, it, it, it's um. Well, they, they're not the first state to enact this. Uh, there's another state. I was I remember watching a video where the cop articulated how, I think it was a rape, a sexual assault, where they got on the scene. They was taking care of um. The, the the woman that uh, was assaulted and then all of a sudden they see somebody running and darting in the woods and they ran after that person but they didn't have the information from this lady yet a description or whatever it was just some guy taking off running in the woods and they couldn't articulate why they were going to chase after him and they weren't allowed to anymore mm. so i had to stop basically you're letting person get away right now because uh not because uh i thought since they were running from the scene of a crime that they might be the person who did it <laughs> you know what yeah. i'm saying there's nobody else yeah. around there's one person running from the scene of the crime the person that's gotten uh, the victim uh, you know is still you know disoriented um we can't rely on them just yet but why don't we hold this guy for a few minutes and see yeah, what right. when the when the no you can't do that anymore yeah yeah in some that's, states so you know yeah. little by little the the redefining police work well like
1: i said this is the common goal decarceration let's make it as hard as possible to arrest people and also make it as hard as possible to prosecute people because people don't belong in cages you know Mm -hmm. like that's this whole decarceration philosophy
0: all right let's see what else we got here um this is a Decent. This is a good story. Former police officer wins Virginia GOP primary, says Democrats open door to uh, to skyrocketing crime. Um, could have been you, Joe Murray. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. The, the crime just had to get a little bit worse.
1: Well, you know what you it know? was? I was running in 2019 and all these new laws, bail reform, discovery reform, yeah. closing Rikers Island. Were None no- of that took place until 2020. Uh
0: and I was trying to say, wake up, wake up! It's coming, it's coming!
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You right know? now,
0: if you if you became the DA and you said, I'm, you would, you're running, you'd say, I'm going to strike all that thing down. You'd probably win in a landslide. They're all winning. They're yeah. all. This is all. Everything is getting overturned and we've uh, turned around. Listen, I wanted to ask you about this because uh, I didn't get a chance to talk to this on Monday. But this kid, uh, his name is Joe Luis Esquilal. He's charged with a, in a deadly mass shooting at a Maryland factory, as new details emerge, This is the boy right here. Wow. He worked a whole morning shift, then went to his car and uh, got his gun, came back in, killed three, three out of the four people he shot. I couldn't help thinking to myself, because it's still hard to find details on the case, what his motive was. But let's just say for argument, this was a, a case of rage built up through workplace harassment. Um, you know, we all go to these things I used to teach it in the police department, uh EEO. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: what what is because if you have somebody who's who's being harassed at work and bullied. Um, you know, a lot of times they turn to their supervisor and uh nothing's been uh, gets done about it. Um, yeah. how much proof do you need to pr- like in, in to start up a case like with workplace harassment, bullying and stuff like that just amongst coworkers? how much do you need any evidence? Isn't it just like the fact that I'm saying this happened to me?
1: Well, it depends on what type of harassment because some are treated differently than, than others. There is protected class harassment. Are you harassing me because I'm black? Are you harassing me because I'm a woman? Are you harassing me because I'm gay? Like those types of, and, and, you know, several others, any any protected class, mm-hmm. race, religion, gender, mm-hmm. those are automatic violations uh, of law, mm-hmm. you know, Title Seven, And any HR department should take immediate action on something like that. But if you and me are in the locker room and I'm constantly, you know.
0: Busting you know, my uh, balls every day. Yeah,
1: that shit is, you know. You know, that's you could run to the boss, but I'm going to crush you after you do. You know, <laughs> how? You know what I mean? Like, no, I, but I, let's I'm just say, let's like, just I,
0: how, how no, much is the boss responsible in in that situation? Yeah, because I mean, because that, in those type of situations, when somebody's getting harassed or bullied uh, at work on the workplace, if you go to your boss and you you tell them you have a concern, you know, you don't feel safe in this place. Why am I regurgitating? Well, it's two
1: things, head. Mark. It, it's private sector and public sector. Private sector, you have such a free hand; you can set your rules in a private sector. No, this is intolerable. We're not dealing with this. You're fired, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but if you're, if you're an at-will employee, you have no rights. You, what does that mean, at-will? At will, you're an employee. You don't have a contract like we have in the police department, a negotiated contract. We have an escalating discipline process. You can't terminate me unless you go through oh, yeah. this escalating. But if you're an you, at will Hold employee, on one second. Do you have
0: something on? Because I could hear my my voice.
1: No. Sorry. Oh,
0: that's so weird.
1: I didn't change anything. And maybe she turned something on
0: i getting an echo.
1: Did you turn something on in here? Or? Oh,
0: sorry. Well, well, let's let's go stick to private sector. Private sector, unless
1: you're a contract employee, you have a negotiated contract with your employer, and there's some escalated form of discipline process, a grievance process. You're an at-will employee, and most employees are at-will employees. Like I could fire Angie at any moment. I could just say, you know, you're fired, you know, because mm-hmm. you're, you're you serve at my will. It, you can know, you fire
0: Ange that- if she came up to you and made a uh, um, saying she was getting harassed?
1: I can, but she can sue me if if uh, I'm mm-hmm. harassing her. Is as that is
0: master. that one of the criteria? Like, let's say, is that retribution? Retaliation, yeah, yeah, reta- yeah retaliation.
1: Yep. How hard it would it yeah, be to prove that?
0: It. How would you prove what? If, if she how hard would it be? Complaint. Like if I if I if I went and made a complaint a couple of weeks ago and then all of a sudden I'm fired.
1: Well, I mean, you know, that's that's the whole nexus. You have to show that the termination was, you know, the, the nexus between you being fired was the complaint. So what is the company saying they're firing you? Mark, you, you haven't made it in on time in, in three mm. months. You know, Mark, you took off five days without you know, permission, you know, depending on what the facts are. But if you're, if you're a, a good standing employee and you're similarly situated with others, that you're acting in the same course, that is evidence that you were, you know, uh, fired, you know, for the retaliation.
0: Uh, one last question on this subject. So I'm, I'm just curious how much like the owner of particular business has to bear. I come to you with a complaint. Listen, the guys are busting my chops it's all day every single day i'm getting a little annoyed and you're like all right yeah don't worry i'll take care of it. and then you don't and then i come back to you again a couple of weeks ago i hey, listen it's still going on i don't know if you talk to anybody but they're still busting my freaking balls every day and you know it's it's uh i don't appreciate it. i just want to come to work you know like what what happens to the boss in this case when they constantly uh when they they're aware that there's some type of harassment they never take any action You know. You know anything that's like a mediation or even a talking to or addressing down the two of them together. What what happens to the if you get should you get a lawyer at that point? Well, yes, that, that's always a good idea.
1: You know, contact a lawyer, employment an employment lawyer. But you know, I just gotta tell you, once you put an employer on notice, hey, I'm working with this guy, Mark DeMayo, and he's threatening to kill me. He's threatening this. He's threatening that. You're really putting the employee, uh, the employer mm-hmm. in a hot seat because, God forbid, Mark DeMayo, whether today, tomorrow, next week, next month, hurt someone and you had prior knowledge of it, you're mm-hmm. done. You know, you're going to get sued. Or if that case. person
0: gets hurt. Yes,
1: that's what I'm saying. Like if,
0: if no, no, I'm so, just saying not that that person goes out and actually shoots people like this boy, but yeah. let's just say they suffer psychological damage from it. Like they, you know, they that now they have a problem uh even going to work, you know, what I'm saying they have to go see a therapist because of this abuse yeah. uh, that they've been taking. I, it does if uh, I would imagine it falls on the, uh, the the owner of the business or the employer because yeah,
1: they have a lot of liability and what I always tell people, don't tell your boss it happened. Write it, email it, put in a letter because the written word is so much harder to say, No, he never told me. That's not what he said. Oh, he said it was okay. I'm all right, Spider. I'm okay. You know, that put it in writing and send it in. Now they have this written. And you know, and not only do that, CC it to his Mm -hmm. boss and his boss. So now everyone is aware of it. They have to address it. If they don't address it, they're all liable.
0: All right, let me show you something. This this is gonna freak you out because um I know you're working very, very hard and um you know you don't really have time to to spend a lot of this money that you're making, but eventually you're gonna probably go out and splurge and get your eight million dollar mansion. And then you're gonna go away on vacation and come home and <laughs> this is what's going on in your eight million dollar mansion. <laughs> What the? these people went away for the weekend <laughs> and they threw a party in their house <laughs>
1: that is a Look at all the cell phones. You're dead. It's all documented. We got a couple of kids already.
0: We got a couple of kids already. Look at this. Wow. This is not the child of some millionaire. This is I hope they broke into these people's houses. You got to see the outside view of the house. Coming out. What the f***? This is when the cops come. <laughs> gotta go, gotta go. look at they went through his private stash he's a collector he's got all these uh rings this guy wow this is so the way they broke
1: this into this house this wasn't yes. like you know no oh my they God. didn't have a
0: child here um hold on a second let me just get back to this oh wait a minute
1: walton county deputies continue to-
0: Yeah, they didn't, they didn't have a – it's not like this was a child that uh, their oh. parents were away for the weekend. This yeah. was somebody that had information that these people were going away for the weekend. Maybe it's the paper boy. Maybe it's the guy who wow. works for a cable company. It was installing cable, told his friend, all these people going away. But they threw a party with like 200 guests, and that was oh, them yeah. partying in these people's houses. It's, it's an $8 million house. And they uh you saw what they were doing. They had boxing yeah. matches, male, female boxing matches. They uh they got a couple of people already, and obviously it's gonna be a domino effect because they're all yeah. kids and they're all gonna give each other up. Right. Um what they luckily obviously they didn't they didn't come home in it, but I had this thought like, what happens if you do come home? Like, and the party is banging, and yeah. Ange didn't make it back home yet, she stayed wherever you were right you know you're just coming home because you got to go do your lawyer thing tomorrow you're coming home <laughs> on a sunday night and still in in uh, uh you know uh in at the beach in the um, yeah uh miami. what is it called uh yeah miami she's but you're just coming and then there's this banging party going on in your house do you just chill for a minute you just have a hang beer. out where's the beer let me get a beer <laughs> hang out and then to
1: call the cops in the morning Oh my God! That, I can't believe that all those people—two hundred people—in in your house—they destroyed the house. Oh my God! So what are you charging with? What do we have? We have trespass, mm-hmm. potentially a burglary if somebody enters or remains unlawfully with the intent to commit a crime inside. Depending on what crime—if they stole something, they they have damaged property. That's that's interesting. There, there's going to be some charges there. Yeah. Oh, wait yeah. a second. I shouldn't say that in this new... So because... No, it's Florida. Oh, Florida. Okay. So they're, they're yeah, going to be my hell,
0: hell to pay. You know what's funny is that uh, we, we're a state divided. You know, Nassau County and Suffolk County basically have their own yeah. laws. Every criminal in here knows you commit your crimes in the five boroughs. Yeah. But also, two other states now, you got to be careful of crossing the state line because these people that live here... And they're not getting incarcerated. They go to Florida or some other uh, red state where they think they can get away with it. Next thing you know, they're doing time Yeah, because it was stupid.
1: Georgia, I have a lot of respect for Georgia. They are tough. Their Mm -hmm. laws, there's a lot of Supreme Court cases involving Georgia's criminal laws.
0: Well, they've got to be careful because that Abrams didn't go away yet. Yeah. And uh, Uh, she's making another run for it. Let me just see. we got to just close out. What is this? Fed step away January 6th, law enforcement activity. Oh, they're going after a lot of people that were, uh, they're, they're broadening the case and indicting people. Anybody who was from this evidence they got from January 6th, which is interesting to me because yeah. um, if I'm a Democrat, Right. I I don't really want an outcome to this investigation because I want Trump to run again. It was a 50 50 the first time he ran. I want I want this guy to get out of here. I want uh, I want DeSantis to run because he's going to win in a landslide right now. So I don't understand why they keep going with this thing when they should be like you don't want DeSantis to run. If Trump is out of the picture, if this thing drags on, he's basically being a blocker for DeSantis to come out, because then you did not even have enough time to check his background and find out what the hell he had in less than six months. You know, right. he, he can tell you if he's running for president. So to me, this is a stupid move. I mean, they, 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 they're yeah. making believe every single day on TV, they're putting on a show for everybody, but I don't I don't get it. Okay, you uh, know, let's just...
1: I, I was talking to a lawyer friend of mine real quick, and just to address that, because it's so one sided, there's no cross examination, yeah, it's so stupid. Yeah. No... So, she put it perfectly. She goes, Listen, I, I do these personal injury cases, it's a car accident case, it's me putting on my witnesses proving the other person was negligent without them being cross examined and without them offering their own evidence. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's a, of course, it's like a grand jury. A grand jury mm-hmm. is the DA and their witnesses who mm-hmm. go in there. Everyone gets indicted. So, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'd like to. If I was the Democrats, I think they should keep him in the race. But that's a NYPD yeah. officer shot in Brooklyn today, and the suspect yeah, flees. He was sitting in his car, by the way. We talked about this earlier. Um, yeah,
1: that the bulletproof, bullet-resistant, I shouldn't say bulletproof, bullet-resistant glass that they have now in the cars. I think that was from Lou and Ramos, right? Uh, back then, yeah. they implement. And now, you know, that's horrible. That's horrible. God bless them.
0: Let's um, close out by uh, just thanking everybody who sat with us tonight, came to watch the show in the chat Raquel Pranzo, thank you so much. KC Cooper. Sana Elise, Boxing MMA, Maui Swift. Dawn Marie. Hey, Hi, Dawn Marie. Marie. Let's see what else we got here. Um, Little Mermaid Louisa, thank you again. Janice Martin. Folks, if you enjoyed the show tonight and you haven't become a member of our Patreon, um, I'd love to have you. Patreon family. There's three tiers there. And we also everybody that you see has a green name. They are also part of the family as well, POC family. Uh, we also have memberships on YouTube. Folks, if you need an attorney, you could do no better than <laughs> Joe W. Murray at Law. This is his uh take a screenshot of this. You have his phone number there. You got his you still have a fax? You got a, I got a it cell all, phone baby. number. I got you it got all. You got a cell phone number. Uh Joe Murray. Joe at joe j murray-law.com joe at j murray-law.com um he's a criminal defense attorney if i got in trouble and i i called you man i feel much much better about my chances i'll tell you that gotcha thanks folks it's been another great show i had a wonderful time with you thank you so much for sitting in with me tonight and um i think you ought to think about running for da again I don't know how often it comes up. What is it? Four, it's eight years?
1: Next year. Next year.
0: Oh, it's, it's only four years?
1: Yeah, four years.
0: Oh, I thought maybe it was eight years. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we ran a
1: 19, are... so 23 would be the new uh, campaign. Let's see a what
0: happens. Of, a lot of times people come become familiar with your face. You're like, you know yeah. what? You shouldn't. Yeah, this this lady's a mess. So I was happy that we had a chance to uh, knock this woman down a peg, this cat's woman. Yep. What a disaster. I hope she gets, what happens if she gets, um, if they, they force her out?
1: Nothing. It's a Democrat town. They're not going to ever do that. But, you know, theoretically, there would mm-hmm. have to be a special election. They would appoint, uh, I'm sorry, they would uh, set a date for a special election. Uh, They'll just or, give it to you automatically? Yeah, we'll give it to me, you know, <laughs> if they want to save the, the borough. But uh-huh. uh, the closer you get to the election itself, so next year, Uh, They may just leave it and have the acting step up and, uh, you know, just let it go through the election next year.
0: Well, folks, it's been a great episode. Thank you, Joe. And uh, we'll see you next Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Take care. Thanks for having me. Thanks.